This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. News on the march, SpongeBob is gay. The toilet plume. Diego, the retiring tortoise. My brush with a comedy legend. And our interview with Steve Harper, writer, producer, actor. He did God Friended Me and a whole bunch of other great stuff. All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. <laughs> the Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. The following is the Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This this is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Back in the saddle again. Uh, the show is back uh, officially, just like the Premier League is back officially. And Adam, does everything feel a little more uh, normal in your life again? Yes, definitely. Back to it. Back to uh, some good games and some boring games. Yeah, you know, in the uh, off season, while we were waiting for the uh, the Premier League to return, we forgot that there are some games that just aren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, let's play the audio. Here we go. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? I think that it's been a little rusty. Let's be honest. It's been a little uneven. Um there have been some really boring games. I I, I, there, I watched a game this week, Brighton against Leicester. Uh, that match was, uh, I think, a, a, zero, a nil-nil draw. Yeah. And I fell asleep. I, I literally fell asleep watching <laughs> that game. That's how bad that game was. Yeah. I think some of the teams are showing a little bit of rustiness. And what's happening is you're, gonna, you're seeing a lot of rotation of players, so there's not as much consistency. Right. So, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna see some rough games. Um, obviously, you know the next week or so is gonna start picking up, especially with the potential Liverpool clinching. But uh, there's all kinds of uh, some good ones coming up. Uh, the the one that you uh, gave us the TV tip for the uh, the Merseyside derby, um, yeah. which uh, was also a very boring game. Uh, did True. you know that that game ended up being the the highest rated game in England history? Really in the Premier League in Premier League history. Wow! So more people watching it than any other game before. That's crazy. That's amazing. That's how much people want Premier League back. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you take something away, and then you want it even more. And, exactly. and so I think that's what happened there because you know it was not really a meaningful game. Really, it really wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there was always that potential, but obviously before to maybe clinch the league, but obviously Man City took care of business beforehand. So yeah. there's always, now we're going to be always on the, if if this happens, then Liverpool could win. If this happens, Liverpool could win. So right. we're always going to be at that kind of level now. So on the on the other end of the spectrum, my, my son uh, woke me up early on Father's Day and took me to the, uh, the clubhouse, uh, my soccer club clubhouse. And yeah. uh, invited a couple other dads and their and their sons, his buddies uh, from his uh, green white team, and we all watched uh, a couple of games together. We watched the Newcastle game, we watched the Chelsea game, both of them on uh, 
on Father's Day, and that was just a fun little uh, thing. It was just, you know, nice. you know how much fun it is to watch games with other people that actually care about those games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know we've done it with over Boxing Day this past year. Yeah, that's when we right. Were watching their games, that was good. Um, and obviously now we're having to physical distance and all that stuff. But yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's just good to be around people to watch games. And it it's, is. It's, it's we un- all sat, you know, six feet apart. Great. But, uh, you know, it was one TV, we all watched it together. It was, you know, it was very safe, but it was uh, it was a nice way to spend Father's Day because nice. the moms really don't care that much about these games, let me be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just fathers and sons. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about a couple of bright spots going on in the Premier League right now. I think one of them is Brighton, which yeah. uh, has come out uh, looking pretty good. They've got four points in their first two games, and they I think they have saved their season. Yeah, I mean, things are looking really well for them. Uh, in terms of how they've done, they've really turned it around. A little bit of a surprising victory against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you know, on the flip side, Arsenal's probably started the worst of anybody. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but, but uh, you know, that late winner really helped them out big time. So that's really pushed them up in terms of the table and uh, really helping them as they as they get their way back but yeah a pleasant surprise for them i'm sure well i mean getting four points uh after playing uh arsenal and leicester city that's pretty good yeah no question i mean when you look at them those those teams are fighting to be you know potentially getting into europe and they've gotten four out of six that's great for them the other team that is uh just looking unbelievably great is man city uh, they're yeah. a machine uh, um they've they beat uh, was it Burnley this week? Five nil. Yeah. Um, and they just look great. And they've got those. They've got these young players that haven't gotten a chance to play much that they're playing now. And you just see that not only are they <laughs> great now, but when these older guys like Aguero and Silva and you know some of them uh, depart, they still have. Wow, they've got so much. Yeah, no question. I mean, a, a player like a Phil Foden, for example, who yes. came in and, and scored that really terrific goal. Um, really nice player. I mean, and I think he's just it, a lot of people have kind of given him a little bit of grief for staying because they feel like he should be playing more. Um, but in so many ways, he's probably learning so much from these older players. And obviously, he's he's got one of the best managers in the world to work with. <laughs> right, um, exactly. He, He's just going to be a really fantastic player, I think, for for them in the future. So, and and like you said, those players are getting older, but they've got the players in line to replace them. So that's great. Now, again, you know, I don't think, <coughs> I think despite the uh, the time off, I don't think anything has been resolved as far as their uh, their punishment goes, has it? No, no. Uh, I think there's still there's some discussions going on. I think, but nothing has been done. I think it's still all with the lawyers at this point. All right, well, let's talk about some of the teams that have come out flat, to say the least. Uh, and Arsenal is one of them, uh, ravaged with injuries. You talked about the uh, the late goal um, that uh, Brighton scored. The guy yeah. the guy who scored it was the guy who took out their goalie. If <laughs> you were watching that game, um, I, yeah. forget, I forget. the the He's a Frenchman, I believe. I forget his name. Mapo yeah, or something? Yeah, Mupai. Yeah. Mupai. Um mm-hmm. Took out Leno. Uh, now, yeah. the, so they've lost their goalie. They've lost the center back. They're being, they're just ravaged with injuries, and and they were the team that was really hot right before this all happened. 
Yeah, it's amazing how that changes, isn't it? It um, is. Yeah, it's, it's been a really tough start for them. Obviously, the injuries. Um, interesting, I don't know if you heard this, but um, obviously from a goalkeeping standpoint, now that Leno's out for a little while, I don't have all the full details on the injury, but it was obviously a rough one. Joe Hart is uh, a possible replacement wow. to come in. Where has yeah, he been? So, what has he been doing? Yeah, I think he's been sleeping and not doing much because <laughs> we haven't heard of him. He's been struggling to get into the Burnley team and they've had a, a, a slew of goalkeepers. But from what I heard, that he might be uh, a player that might bring on because they did not extend his contract at Burnley. And so he's a goalkeeper that might come in, which, which is, when you think about it, it's amazing. This was a, a, a goalkeeper that was a, an England international, yeah. won, a, won a premiership title with Man City. and now Played in the World Cup. Team. Played in the World Cup, yeah. Now he's looking for... Uh, Looking for a team, so he might come in, and then uh, I just saw today, which I'm, 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 I'm a little surprised. Not that this was, uh, you know, I think there was this was all in the works before his performance. But David Luiz just signed a new Arsenal. I saw deal. that. I cannot believe it. I thought that was the last time we would ever see him play. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I think obviously things had happened beforehand, and obviously that was just a really bad day for him. You know, that first game back. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, it's just a one-year deal, one-year contract with the club. But a little surprised that they they've kept him. But <laughs> I am too because he's not good at all. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, you you mentioned Burnley. We should talk about Burnley because they're they're in a really weird situation. Now, a lot of contracts run out on June thirtieth, and that's just yeah because of the way the Premier League has always been set up. And you know, teams had the option of extending it for a month. And the players had that option, too. And of all the teams, Burnley is the one team that seems to be affected by this the most. They've had quite a few players who said, yeah, you know what? June 30th, that's it. I'm, I'm done. And they had they played the game against Man City with youth players on the bench. Yeah, really a strange situation. Um, obviously, we talked about, I mean, there's, there's players. I'm just looking at the list. You've got Aaron Lennon. Jeff Hendrick, Phil Bardsley, all of these players who were left out of the squad because of their deals about to kind of be done. Yeah. So it those was are really key players. A key players those for are that key, team. Yeah, they're good ones for them. And obviously they've let Joe Hart released, so that's another player. Um, so it's it, he was even saying it's a strange situation. Um, they He's trying to kind of work it around as to what's going to happen. Um, luckily, it looks like they're safe. From a from a yeah. standpoint in, yeah, in terms are. of the Premiership, uh, but then on top of that, he's got some players injured injured as well. Uh, it's not an easy situation for him, and um, you know maybe they should have kind of thought about this ahead of time. But you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Burnley can figure it out, and uh, it may give these young players a great opportunity to uh, push their you know give themselves a contract as others are losing contracts. You know, I was watching the West Ham game against Tottenham uh, yesterday. And, uh, you know, West Ham is in serious jeopardy of uh, being relegated. Yeah. And they've got a lot of players that are not championship caliber players. You know what I mean? That are, that are premier league players that if if they get relegated, there's going to be a run on West Ham players. Don't you think? I totally agree. Uh, I'm really worried for West Ham. I mean, there's there's a team 
I, I definitely have a little uh, soft soft touch for them in terms of, you know, they've been in the league. I, I was looking at the statistics. They, they've been in the league since the Premiership for 24 of the 28 seasons. Wow. Um, so they, they, they're they seasoned Premiership team. Obviously, they've got a beautiful stadium. I was lucky enough to go there last year, a couple of years ago, should I say. Uh, it was great, great stadium. They're a Premiership club, no question. They've got Premiership fans. But this is—they're in a rough spot. They've got that extra game that they've played as well, um, and their next game is not going to be easy against uh, the Blue of Chelsea. So it's not going right. to be an easy one for them. So um, although we they, have they seen got... them beat Chelsea before, haven't we? Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was the game we saw. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, but they've got a list that is a—you know—when I look at the games that they got, I mean, it's really going to decide. They've got. Burnley, they've got Norwich. A lot of these games are going to decide where they really finish. So um, they can get themselves out of it, but it's going to be a tough running for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they don't look like a bad team. I, they really don't. No. I, when I watch no. them, I'm like, you know, they're just getting some bad breaks, but they're, they're I don't know. I think they should stay up, but I'm, I'm worried about them, I think, uh, as you are too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. The, the the table doesn't lie. I mean, just because you've got good teams doesn't mean good players doing so you're going to stay up. You know, no, that's you know, players, true. <laughs> you know, players like Lanzini and Pedro coming off the bench. Those, those are quality players. They're international soccer players. So they are. I, I hope that they 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 have enough to get to get through this and 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 survive, and then they can regroup for next year. Okay, uh, let's talk about something that happened in that Burnley game uh, also because. Uh, I've been praising the uh, the Black Lives Matter approach uh, to to the players are just amazing about this, and the league has been great about it too. Just putting it on the yeah. backs of the jerseys, and it really hasn't been controversial at all, like it is here in America. Except for there was a an incident where uh, somebody flew a plane over the Burnley game, and it said "White Lives Matter," which yeah. and I mean. It just goes to show you that there's nowhere in the world where racism does not exist. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's that's the thing. So it's a it's a tough spot. I mean, obviously there was a lot of commentary. Robbie Hurl had a, you may have seen that on NBC was a pretty emotional um, discussion on the on the whole subject as well. No, um, I missed that. All, yeah, all we can do is you know the the good people are getting more educated in life, which is great. Um, so obviously reinforcing the messages that have been sent through in the last few weeks. But uh, um, I think, like you said, the league has done a fantastic job. It just takes these people. And I think Burnley came out and said that if I, when they find the people who did it, they're going to ban them for life yeah. from attending any game. So so hopefully we can move on and, and forget about it and, and try to, to try to finish up the season on, on a good note and obviously – make sure that we understand what what what's what matters right now okay well one of the things uh is uh the games are continuing with nobody in the stands which means there's yeah. no concessions to, uh sales uh no meat yeah. pies being sold right. at the uh at the games but i did want to talk to you about something that i was was sent to me by one of our listeners todd schneider sent me uh a uh a video of a man eating some of the types of food that they sell at Wigan games. Okay. Right. Um, Wigan is in what division? Do we know? They're in the championship, I believe. Okay. I believe they are. They have been up in the Premier League before, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a major major club, right? Yeah. Won the the FA Cup a few years ago. Beat Man City in the final. Yeah. All right. So I need you to explain this foreign tradition. And for those of you who uh, have weak stomachs, uh, I'm just going to warn you in advance. This is uh this is a real thing. All right, first the vid- first the uh, audio. Here we go. And now explain that foreign tradition, please. All right, I'm just gonna play the video of this gentleman. His name is Joe. He is uh, trying uh, something new uh, at a at a chips wigan, uh, which is uh, uh you know like a. Uh, a little fast food joint, right? Wouldn't you yeah. describe it yeah, as such? Little, yeah. yeah, fish and chip shop, whatever. Yeah, yeah fish and chip shops. Here we go. <laughs> right. Again, <laughs> I'm warning you. Here we go. That is sensational. That is actually spot on, mate. So I'm just looking at the menu here, mate, so I can get a smack for 40p. Yeah, yeah. So what is smack? It's well known in Wigan. Smack burn pee wet. Smack burn pee wet. Yeah, it's a, it's a cheap treat for a kid. Some grown-ups get them. But you're looking at 80p, you've got some hot potato, batter on, salt and vinegar. What's pee wet, mate? What's pee wet? In Wigan, it's as good as gravy. It's, it's, the, it's the water off the peas. You get a few bees in as well, yeah. but you don't, you don't, it's free. Just moist your chips up. Oh, you smack. I think I've got room for a little bit more, mate. Can I get a uh, smack on pay wet? No problem at all. Get your pay wet. Okay, so... We have previously <laughs> talked about a chip buddy before. Yeah. This is basically a chip buddy with pea juice on it. With, yeah. With peas and the juice of the peas on yeah. the on the actual sandwich itself. That yeah. sounds disgusting. <laughs> and I'll, yeah. I'll eat anything, but I don't think I'd eat that. Yeah, it's for well, kids. It, it, it's for kids. Yeah. Imagine giving Simon that. Hey, Simon, try this. Oh, I'm sure you'd love I it. Know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would he do it? Would That's he eat a, it? No. Yeah, he's on, he's on a he's on a, he's on a, a dedicated diet of hot dogs and hamburgers right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it's just yeah, that's just such a strange one. So. And I think what this is a guy. I'm just listening to his accent. He's actually from Liverpool. This guy, so he's actually gone to Wigan to try this out. Yes. But so he didn't. So he didn't know about this. Uh, this guy Joe. It sounded. I can right. sense the Liverpool accent in him. But uh, but I mean, pea juice. Just wow. Yeah. That's a different one. Yeah. It's yeah. All right. Those, so you, the, the, those those Northerners do things a bit different. I must say. <laughs> I must confess. So you've never had pea juice on your uh, on your chip buddies before? No, never heard of it. I'm, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> okay. All right, it's time for your favorite part of the show. It's time to time now to guess the Premier League star. All right, I picked. I think a pretty tough one this week. Oh, great! <laughs> but it's it's a name that everybody knows. Uh, and and he is a 36-year-old Premier League player, right? So he's been around for a very long time. He, okay. he has scored over 200 goals in his career, but most of those came in the lower leagues. Okay? Okay. He's played for three different Premier League clubs, Crystal Palace, Bournemouth, and Brighton Hove Albion. Okay. 
He should be, and he might be, a client at Hair Club for Men. Client for Hair Club for Men? Yes. All right. I'm guessing he's at Brighton now. Is that correct? That is correct. His best season in the Premier League was last year for Brighton when he scored 15 goals. All right. I'm guessing it's going to be their striker, Glenn Murray. Very good. (laughs) All right. right. There was, you go. I was going to say he has the same last name as the star of Caddyshack, Stripes, and Ghostbusters. Oh, there you go. But I didn't yeah. need to say that because you guessed it. No. So we'll hear yeah. soon if the uh, the youngsters beat you this week. But I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. think they did. I think he did pretty well. No, and I, I watching Glenn a little bit. I mean, he's kind of been in and out of the side. Um, yeah. but it's been interesting. It, the goals he scored, he scored a lot of goals wherever he's gone. He's like you said, he's played at all those lower levels. Um, but he actually, I think, one season scored thirty goals. I think in the he lower did. leagues. So, yeah, yeah. So he had a really good, a really good career. So um, it's still still going. I mean, a thirty six playing in the Premiership. That's not bad, is it? Yeah, exactly. He's got to be one of the oldest players in the league. Mm-hmm. All right, so we still have uh, we still have much more to come on the show. We're going to find out what's happening in Adam's office. We're going to pick some games for you. Uh, and last week, I just got to say this: a little tip of the cap to my son Sean. He finished in like three thousandth place out of you know three million people this past week. That's imp- that's impressive. Yeah, he picked all these two nothing games and actually did quite well in the in the pick. So let's see how he does this week. Um, And we'll also find out some TV tips. All that and more is coming up, so don't go away. This week on End Friends, Kimmy insults my sex life. That's right. Tells us that men aren't having sex. She specifically says that I'm not having sex. I just put out straight facts. And it's true, but it's mean. All that and more on And Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we welcome back our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, for a special two-part episode called Cars That Define a Decade. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, for this very special two-part episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we're back. Let's find out what's happening uh, in Adam's office. And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news, soccer news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. So, what's happening? Well, we're uh, we're busy. We're very busy. Uh, we uh, just recently um, did a presentation in the anticipation of moving to the next phase. So we're going to be at phase four, hopefully on Friday, which basically allows teams to get back to full practice and games. Uh, competition can start up again. So we're really excited for all of our clubs to be part of that. So we did a quick presentation yesterday to all of the clubs and our recreation grassroots groups to just to provide them you know, the protocols and different things that they need to you know, adhere by uh, so they can get back to, to playing. But uh, – yeah, we're excited that there's going to be some soccer. I think some teams are going to even play, hopefully, as soon as this weekend. So there's going to be some friendly games and we Fantastic. can get back to a little bit of normal. Yeah, Yay. so we're excited about that. 
Um, obviously, you know, we're still making sure that the, the physical distancing is there. And, and no uh, parents make, probably, right, to keep them away from the, the, the sidelines? Well, the, yeah, from a training standpoint, we're keeping the parents in the cars primarily, uh, but they can, they can be there for the games. There is a capacity level of how many, and uh, we need to really kind of check to make sure. And it goes back to the tracing. Uh, that's going to be a key to make sure that the that they know what parents are there. So it's going to be a massive a responsibility for the clubs that do this. Right. Because uh, they'll have fan areas. And again, the parents, if they're sitting watching a game, they've got to be six feet apart as well. So um, so we're here to help. So, you know, that's the biggest thing. I know we've had a few questions in the last day or so trying to help clubs as they get back. So so we're doing that. And then, um, and then also we're, we're kind of getting close to kind of working with um, a company called Vio. And I think I may have mentioned this to you before. So yeah. I hope, you know, where this is a, a video camera system. So we're going to be an exclusive uh, a partner with them. Uh, so we're really excited about doing that. So we're going to be able to uh, give some benefits to the clubs uh, and teams that are, are looking to work with a, a video camera company. And what's really nice about this is no cameraman is needed. You can basically set it up with your phone. Um, so gone are the days when uh, parents are there videoing their kids. We can do this right off our off, off our phone. So it's really exciting. So we feel like this is going to be a bit of a game changer for all of the all of the games that uh, parents love to video. Well, you know, when we were in uh, England, the yeah. uh, the videotaping of they they videotape every practice. I mean, they videotape everything. That's right. I guess right. videotape yeah. is not the right word, but <laughs> whatever yeah, it's called yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they they're video film that, it, or yeah, that's not the right it. word either. I, I don't. They digitally record it. How about that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's all done for the analysis. I mean, it's obviously sometimes you know it's what do people call it. Uh, uh, paralysis from analysis or analysis by paralysis. So sometimes we maybe do too much of it, but um, you know, I think having this as so players can look back on what they're doing well, they can reflect on it. They can get some feedback from coaches. The system itself provides all of that. So then players can go in and watch what they do. Uh, they can also then get comments from their coaches. It's, it's definitely going to be a game changer. So we're really excited to be working with them. Sounds good. All right, so we're going to pick some games here, but this has become a very uh, complex little thing because we record our shows on Tuesdays, yeah. uh, and it drops on Thursdays. And it, once again, if you're following the uh, the Opie show schedule, the way that uh, shows are released on our network, um, we have a, a Tuesday show, which is uh, now uh, the the Car Guys. Wednesday is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, which is, you know, my show. I'm always looking forward to see who the new celebrity is because we've recorded so many celebrity interviews. I never know which one's going to be showing up. And then on Thursdays, it's time for the show Back to You with Steve Baskerville and Howard Sudbury. But it's also... Thursday is the day that Free Kicks with Adam and Rick comes out. So we have to pick our games based on when the show is coming out. It's a very convoluted way of saying there's a reason why we're picking games from early next week, and we're going to be doing that yeah. right here we go. Rick and, Adam, Rick, and Adam. Rick and Adam pick the scores. All right, so lots of great games coming up early and next week. 
because this weekend we've got some FA Cup games we'll get to in a second. So let's start with Brighton at home versus Man United. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. You know, Man United obviously kind of slow start, Brighton off to a flyer. Yeah. I'm predict I'm predicting a 1-1 draw. Wow. Okay, well, we've got uh, we've got Man United winning 2 to 1. Um, but uh, I, I kind of like your pick because Brighton has yeah. been looking good. All yeah. right, let's uh, talk about Arsenal at home against Norwich. Yeah, um, Norwich is bad. <laughs> Arsenal yeah. aren't much better. Yeah. So this could be a tough one to pick. But I think Arsenal at home has a bit too much for them. I'm going with a 1-0 Arsenal victory. All right. I've got it at, at 2-0, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was 0-0. Yes, you know what I mean. I I Arsenal's got the, they've got this the firepower up front. They've got Obama Yang and they've got uh, Lacazette and they've got uh, Pepe and somehow those guys never touch the ball. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, things could have changed because they had that goal disallowed against Brighton early true, because of offside. True. Literally, it was almost like a, a fingernail <laughs> right. distance. That's true. Which is crazy, you know, and that's how the games are. And so maybe if they would have scored on Aubameyang, like you said, he, he, he's a world-class striker. He guy is. can score goals. So they, they've got the firepower. Hopefully they can get back into the groove here. Okay, we got West Ham at home against uh, your boys in blue, Chelsea. Yeah. As much as I love West Ham, this is nothing but a Chelsea victory. I thought Chelsea looked really good on the weekend, especially even too. though they went down early in the goal. They controlled the game. Um, they looked pretty sharp. Mason Mount was, I thought, really, really good in the first half. And Kristen Pulisic came on and changed the game, which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I'm going for a comfortable 2 nothing Chelsea win. I've got it at 3-1. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Sheffield uh, at home against Tottenham. And Sheffield's another team that's come out pretty flat. Yeah, they kind of struggled. I mean, they don't give up much in the way of goals. Defensively, always very solid. Um, Tottenham, again, you know, they're, they're back to Mourinho. Strong defending, yep. counter-attacking, good finishing. Harry Kane got his first goal of the year this, yep. this past game. So. Uh, I'm going to go with a bit of a snoozer on this one. Nil-nil. <laughs> nil. Right. <laughs> Sheffield United, nil. Tottenham, nil. I think that's a good pick. I, my son Sean picked Tottenham as a 2-0 a two, a two victor in that game, but uh, it's, I'm not going to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a lot of nil-nils, to be fair. We have. Been, that's a good uh, pick. All right, and then the big one. Uh, this is going to be uh, yeah. Man City against Liverpool. That's going to be a heck of a game. Great game. Don't know where this is going to stand in the whole big picture. You know, Liverpool might have clinched by then. They but um, st- still going to be a great game to watch. Um, maybe Liverpool might be still celebrating. So I'm going to go with a Man City victory. 3-2 um, to two in a great game. God, I hope that. I mean, that I, I'm a Liverpool man, but uh, I would love to see a 3-2 to two game those two yeah. teams play that that would be fantastic all right so those are those are our picks those are by the way for those of you who play the uh the nbc app who go on the nbc app and pick games those games were chosen because they are on next week's nbc app so go ahead and pick those too if you'd like and now it's time for this 
Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. All right, what do you got, Adam? So, yeah, so for us this weekend, it's kind of crazy because we've got a lot of games kind of all over the place. But the biggest part of the weekend, especially for me, is the FA Cup. So we've got the FA Cup weekend going on Saturday and Sunday. You've got one game on Saturday, and then we've actually got three on Sunday. And we're down to the, what, the Um, quarterfinals? So this is the quarterfinals. Uh, Semifinals are going to be mid-July, and then the finals August 1. But for me, I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, It's at Leicester playing against the boys in blue, Chelsea. I think it's going to be a really good one. So if you can get ESPN Plus, grab it now. This is a good one to watch. So I'm going to give you Leicester versus Chelsea in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Hopefully a Chelsea win. Are there any teams that are not uh, Premier League teams left in the FA Cup? Um, nope, it's all Premiership okay. teams. Yeah, yeah. Right. You've got Norwich and Man United on Saturday, Sheffield United and Arsenal, Leicester, Chelsea, and then Newcastle, Man City. So, um, you know, maybe maybe this might be Newcastle's year. They've always done so well to get to finals, but they haven't won anything. It'd be nice for Newcastle to get to the final and lose to Chelsea again. <laughs> Well, I thought Newcastle <laughs> looked pretty good this past weekend. They won 3-0. They did. Yeah. They did. They did look sharp. You're right. All right. So if you'd like to find Free Kicks with Adam and Rick and people are asking you about it, tell them to go to Spotify. That's a good place to go. You can go to opishows.com. Subscribe to the show. It shows up in your phone. And then you can always keep in touch with whatever is happening in the Premier League because that's what we're here for. Uh, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. This Opi podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Howard Sudbury, and I co-host the Back to You podcast with my longtime friend, Steve Basterville. He's the smart one, and our show is on the move. New episodes will now be released on Thursdays, and I have breaking news. The Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive with Mark Vernon and Lou Costable is on the move, too. New episodes of this great podcast will be released on Tuesdays. So check out Mark and Lou with the Car Guys Report, Informed Formed Automotive on Tuesdays and Back to You on Thursdays. Both are Opi Show productions on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Previously on Lozano and Friends. Recover. You yeah. have a story about Larry Lujak. Uh, so Larry, uh, I, I met Larry when I was a young broadcaster. I was with uh, Brent Miller one day, and we happened to be driving near Larry's house. Yeah. And he lived in Palatine at that time. <laughs> and he said, well, let's go in and say hi to Larry. And Larry was in the backyard. He had just uh, rescued... Larry Larry doesn't seem like a friendly person that you just pop in on. No. Okay. No. (laughs) So he was in the backyard. He had just rescued a baby squirrel, and he had it in a little cage, Uh and he was nursing it, nursing this baby squirrel. And and Brant and I just sat there and watched him, and every, every, like, you know, three, four minutes... Larry would say something, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and we'd go, oh, okay, Larry. And then we left. That was So that was the time that I met him. <laughs> right. Now, 
years he was, later. He was breastfeeding it? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't fit it in the cage. But he, you know. <laughs> now, years later, John Landecker was on Windy City Live. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And we decided to surprise him with Larry Lujak yep, right. live mm-hmm. from uh, Santa Fe, right. New Mexico. Right. So I had to track him down for them. And I called Larry on the phone, and I started having conversations with Larry. And Larry, now, at that time, was very friendly, and he started calling me at home, like, three, four times a week <laughs> wow. just to say hi. Yeah. We, we became pals. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, my, my son would answer the phone. And he'd say, hello, you know who I am, kid? <laughs> and uh, my son would say, uh, you're Larry Lujak? I'm worried about you, kid. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, how you doing? About average. You know, it's always the same. It was always, always the same thing. But in the, in the end, we became pals, and we probably talked, I'd say, 10 or 15 times on the phone. He never mentioned to me one single time that he was dying of cancer. Right. Wow. Never I never brought up that he was sick yeah. or yeah. anything. Yeah. He sent me a picture of himself wearing a Elvis shirt, uh, you know, like a yeah. big picture of Elvis. Yeah. And then one day, the news is that he had yeah. passed away. Well, you know, he yeah. didn't like a big deal about him and he right. knew if that got out they were made a big deal out of him. Yes. I always thought charming and delightful old Uncle Lair was sarcastic yeah. but it's actually it actually was true. He really was a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did come into Chicago once mm-hmm. for photos or something <laughs> and because Larry wears jeans and like flannels and all that and it, it, it doesn't he looks a little disheveled. Let's yeah. you know. Yeah. We did. So we were we were producing the Melissa Foreman show <laughs> and Melissa's like there's a homeless guy roaming the hallway. Oh, are you yes. kidding? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And so I go out there, and it was. I'm like, that's Larry. <laughs> she almost <laughs> called security on Larry Lujan. But he he was pretty rough looking. <laughs> right, that, right. That day. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was rough looking 40 years ago. I was just yeah. In his peak, when he was making a lot of money, he still would buy like $12 jeans. That's how he was. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming that you know how I get us. But in case you don't, here's Fred Winston to tell you how. Lasano and Friends, available on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, Apple iTunes, Stitcher Smart Radio app, and on Lasano.com. That's just in case somehow you accidentally tuned tuned in. You can't even tune in. If you accidentally ran into our If you're our dialing podcast, around the internet. If you're dialing yeah, around on the interwebs. In, yeah. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> so, whatever. Get more Lasano and Friends now on Lasano.com.